on this episode of Wise Agents Agent Marketer Podcast. A good friend of mine, the mortgage marketing expert himself, will be joining me to talk about his podcast, talking about Housing Wire's conference, Engage Marketing, and we're going to be talking about what loan officers should be focused on in 2019. All right. Well, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I want to give a shout out to my man, Neil Mathweg at neilmathwegcoaching.com. He runs an awesome six-week boot camp for agents. Check it out at neilmathwegcoaching.com. And uh, this podcast is sponsored by Audible. If uh, you have never used Audible before, it should check it out. It's a great way to consume a ton of books, especially if you travel a lot like I do. Uh, if you would like a free Audible book and you've never used Audible before, go to Agent Market podcast.com forward slash free book and uh, you'll get a chance uh, to get a 30-day trial of audible plus you get a free book whether you continue with the trial or not all right well joining me today for episode 30 of the agent marketer podcast i got my good friend and industry syndicate co-founder phil treadwell if you don't know who phil treadwell is well you're not alone not too many people do but he actually is a pretty, pretty good guy and pretty popular oh uh, yeah I, I phil 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 shouldn't be surprised that i was going to start off that way i usually save that for other uh, people dustin but uh but phil's become a good friend of mine uh and seriously he is a, a top mind in the industry I, i've come to know him over over the last year. Um, and he's, he's got a great, uh, great podcast, which, uh, you know, I'll have him talk about a little bit, but Phil, uh, for those of you that don't know, Phil, Phil, introduce yourself, please to my listeners. Man, I'd love to appreciate uh, you having me on, um, in spite of the, uh, the, I don't know, I was gonna say backhanded compliments, but I'm not sure there was a compliment in there at all anywhere. So, <laughs> um, I am Phil Treadwell. I'm the uh, vice president area manager for Highlands residential mortgage. I run a region in the central part of the country. Uh, I'm the founder and host of the Mortgage Marketing Expert podcast, uh, as well as the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate. So I have a lot of irons in the fire right at the moment. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, all, all of the things that I try to do are about, uh, you know, adding value uh, to the industry um, through, through different ways to, to create and release content. And uh, it's, 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 it's been a lot of fun uh, working on these projects and, and getting to know uh, guys like you and, and Dustin and Josh and, and a lot of the folks of, uh, that are uh, thought leaders and content creators in the industry. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun right now. Awesome. And so how, how long have you been in the mortgage business? So I've been in the industry about 15 years. I started out um, shortly out of my college years. I, I got into the industry. I actually answered an ad in the newspaper for someone that was looking for sales and management experience. And, and back in the day, um, those of the people that know me really well, I, I was a store manager for a blockbuster video. Uh, if that uh, dates me just a little bit, one of my favorite jobs, uh, assuming we still use DVDs, I would love to still have that job. It was a ton of fun, um, but didn't pay the bills and I had to work every Friday and Saturday night. So I answered an ad and it was a mortgage company. And so I had a really good mentor who taught me how to put a good file together how to you know, understand creating value for referral partners, even before that was kind of a buzzword. And so for the last 15 years, I've been on the origination, sales, marketing side of the business. I understand operations, but I've not held positions on the operations side. It's always been as a, as a top originator, as a, a branch manager, as a regional manager. You know, it's, it's been all 15 years on the sales side of the business. 
Gotcha. So, you know, I, you know, in our industry, we hear that quite a bit of a, a comparison when we talk about disruption and stuff, like look at Blockbuster. But, you know, if Phil says it, he's actually got experience with how that went. So if he does make that reference, you, you, you know, you could you definitely could, uh, you know, buy into what, <laughs> to what he right. said. That's pretty awesome. But but I agree with you, man. Like my, uh, you know, my first job out of college was selling software. And at Egghead Computer, I don't know if you had those out where you were at, but uh, Egghead is where I worked at selling software and then eventually got into the tech shop and building computers. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, you know, for those of you that remember the the uh, the, the movie Clerks, yeah, that was, you know, that was uh, basically, <laughs> and I don't know about for you, Phil, that, that was basically my life. Nice. And it, it, it was, it was a lot of fun, you know, doing that stuff. So. It was, it was a lot of fun. And even then, I think that I was drawn to people who wanted to do things a little, little bit different. I was actually the first uh, in the franchise that I was in and it was, uh, you know, a dozen stores, 18 stores. One of the first ones to do a, a DVD new release wall. Like there was DVDs in the store, but they were like on the floor. Like it was mainly a VHS new release wall even then. Yeah. And so I think I've always kind of had a, uh, uh, an appetite for disruption, if you will. And, and not for the purpose of disruption, just I, I like to be, um, in, in that conversation of what's to come, what's there is cool, but we all know that there's going to be, you know, the BBD, the bigger, better deal. And uh, it's always interesting to see what of those things come along, what's actually going to take hold and, 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 you know, what we can actually use to, to build a business with. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about your podcast, uh, you know, just, you know, give the, the name and, and how long you've been doing it and uh, just a little bit of like the essence of, of what your, your vision is with, with your podcast. Yeah, for sure. So the name of the podcast is mortgage marketing Expert, And uh, we also have a flash briefing with the same name. So uh, you can ask uh, uh, Alexa to, uh, enable mortgage marketing expert and get our, our marketing minute that we try to do, uh, uh, five, six days a week. Um, but the podcast was originally a content play. And what I mean by that is a couple of years ago, I realized very quickly that the industry was going to start catching up to the rest of the world. And the mortgage industry has been behind for a long time in, in terms of social media, um, technology, you know, putting out content that we, we used to use excuses like compliance and, you know, things of that nature. But at the end of the day, it was an excuse. And as we started catching up and, and people started embracing some of those things, I realized very quickly that um, I needed to be able to not only have my own outlet, but I needed to be an example for my team because they were starting to ask questions about things that they could do. So, before the podcast, I actually just set up an Instagram page and I named it Mortgage Marketing Expert because I owned the domain, frankly. I, I had uh, kind of a, a domain junkie. If I think of a cool business idea that I may want to tinker around with, you know, years down the road, I may just go pay 10 or 12 bucks for the domain. And I had the domain Mortgage Marketing Expert because I thought it might come in handy. And, and in fact, it did. But I set up an Instagram page to do a mortgage marketing tip of the day. And the reason I did that is because my audience was mortgage professionals, is, is a regional manager who doesn't produce, um, the people that I try to put content out for and, and the people that I'm trying to engage with are my own producers, people on my team and my branches in my region, and folks that I may potentially want to network with or recruit or, or hire. And so since that, that whole audience was mortgage professionals, the thing that I could think of that would provide them most value, 
is, is tips and tricks and information to help them build their business. So my assistant and I, you know, just went through Instagram trying to find out what was, you know, what stood out to us in the feeds that didn't fall into the clutter. And it was really just a basic white background with blue writing. And so we created a little logo. I wrote down a bunch of tips and we started putting out a, a MMTOTD, a mortgage marketing tip of the day. And within about 30, 45 days, we had a little over a thousand followers on that Instagram page very, very quickly. And I realized that we were onto something and I needed to find another way to deliver content. I tinkered with video very briefly, realized that that wasn't necessarily my forte and, and that wasn't really how I consumed content. I like to use Audible to read books. I consumed a lot of podcasts and I was able you know, to multitask and do different things, you know, while, while consuming audio. So podcast worked. Um, I knew that I wanted to do a podcast. I'd wanted to do one for a while. I had no idea how to do it. Um, but I, I decided to go ahead and start booking guests. So I sent out a couple of emails and LinkedIn messages to a couple of people I knew in the industry that were some personalities and the assistants of some other ones that I didn't know. And before I knew it, I had three of the biggest personalities in the mortgage business agreeing to be on a podcast that didn't exactly exist yet. I sure didn't know how to do it, but I knew that if I had booked some, some interviews, I would figure out how to do it real quick and in a hurry. And so, you know, to, to kind of wrap that up, I, I went ahead and did some interviews and uh, launched a podcast and continued to try to find people that I knew could provide firsthand real world experience for originators to go out and build their business. And that's still the mission to this day. You know, one of the uh, first mentors I had always talked about really understanding your why. You know, Simon Sinek obviously has a great book about find your why, but kind of the millennial version of that, if you will, is, is a grandma statement. Mission statements get convoluted, but a grandma statement is what you do that's so simple, even your grandma can understand it. And so our, our basic mission is to do mortgage marketing better. And so that's the philosophy we started with, and, and that's what we're trying to do now. Um, it's it's transcended into a lot of real estate professionals and insurance professionals and anyone that's trying to build a personal brand and market for themselves um, seem, seem to really find some value in some of the content we're putting out. And so one thing I want to, and again, this, this is just me being me, but like one thing I want to focus on is how many, how many uh, branches do you manage, Phil? Um, I, I want to say we're at nine, eight or nine locations that are in uh, two different states. So eight or nine locations, two different states. How many, how many people are we talking about? Uh, about 40. 40, and then uh, production of your, your region about-ish? Yeah, as, far, as far as volume? Yeah. Um, I think last year we were right at about 130 million in volume, um, but that was uh, hundreds of units. The average loan amount in, in that the central part of the country is, is only about 175 or 200,000 compared to the coast. So that 130 million is, is probably double the units of what a lot of, a lot of regions may have. Gotcha. And then, you know, you're, you're married, right? Kids. Right. <laughs> married, um, have uh, five kids between the two of us, a uh, 105 pound German shepherd that likes to demand more attention than all of the kids put together. <laughs> um, and, and so uh, I think I kind of see what you're getting out there. <laughs> yes. We, we're, we, we stay very busy, you know, with, with the podcast and social media accounts. Um, there, there's a, there's a lot of hats to, to wear. 
Yeah. So yeah, where I'm getting at is that one of the things that I hear all the time is that I don't have time and which to me is I hate, like, don't just for people that ever meet me, don't tell me you don't have time because you'll have, you'll make the time for the things that are important, with, uh, that are important for you. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be, you know, a jerk or anything like that because yes, you may have some, ser- I don't know your life. You may have some serious like health issues, Parents have health issues, spouse, kids, whatever. And I've been through all of that. So I 100% I get that. So that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm, <clears throat> I'm talking about the people that do have time that say they don't have time. And we got Phil here with all the stuff you just heard full time uh, going between two states, uh, managing branches that are in multiple states, people, all that stuff. He found the time because he saw the importance in it. He found the time to start a podcast and you just heard he had no idea what the hell he was doing. And he, he got it done. And not only that, but if you guys don't know, like his podcast is one of the top mortgage podcasts in the country right now. And, you know, uh, it's not like just because he got lucky, it's because he put in the work to make it what it is. And, and every single one of you can do that. And so, you know, it's the, the people that I have on here, the people that we have in the syndicate, the people that I, you know, that I choose to, you know, have, have around to, to work with and collaborate with there's a common denominator there and that's everyone's willing to put in the work to, to achieve what they want for themselves. And so, and, and Phil, why, why don't you, you know, and you know, if you're, you know, we have a lot of real estate listeners, obviously. So some of, some of these names might not mean anything to you, but Phil, give us like five of your guests that, you know, definitely every loan officer is going to know. Yeah. I mean, you know, off the top of my head, um, you know, Barry Habib is, yep. has been a great friend. He was the very first episode. Um, awesome. Tim, Tim, Tim Brahim, who had Loan Toolbox, now has Performance Experts. Um, they actually did some collaboration together. It was the, one of the first times they had contributed content about or, or collaborated on content in about 10 years. Uh, Todd Duncan, um, we did uh, uh, Bill, Coach Bill Hart, who's been with Building Champions for years and years. Um, we did a live podcast where I got to sit down one-on-one with Ryan Serhant from Million Dollar Listing New York, and he just came out with a, a really cool book called uh, Sell It Like Serhant. Um, you know, we've obviously had uh, the agent marketer, Jason Frazier. Uh, <laughs> nice. Thanks. Throw you in with some of those. Um, but I mean, you know, Cindy Ertman and yep. Jen Duplessis and, you know, so I, I don't want, I don't leave anybody out, but it's, it's, it's yeah, no, of course. Some, of the, some of the best and brightest in the mortgage and real estate field. And, um, you know, the, the, one of the first questions that I get is how did you get that guest or how did, you know, you, you talk them into, to being, you know, on the podcast. And the short answer is I just ask, you know, <laughs> most of the time people want to give and so, you know, I, I generally try to find a way that I can add value as well to either expose them to their audio, to our audience or help them provoke an event or a book or something, you know, we want to add value as well. But at the end of the day, it, it's just about asking and saying, Hey, is this something that you're interested in doing? And uh, we've, we've, we've been, been really blessed to have some really cool uh, folks participate and, and share content. Yeah. And the, the thing that like, you know, if you're mortgage, you're like, wow, that's, those are a lot of cool names, but like, like Phil said, it, he just asked. And that, this is the thing that gets me with content stuff and look, and I get it. Everyone starts from nothing. Right. So what I, what I, what I, what I don't get is that you have people like you learn from like Phil or me or other, you know, uh, awesome people in the industry that are, you know, that, that have a ton of influence and do a lot of cool things. And they all tell you the same, you just got to go and, and try it and do it. 
And so sometimes it's just asking the questions. If you don't ask, you don't get like a lot of people might say, well, well you know, I, I, I didn't think about, you know, uh, you know, asking Ryan Serhan if he'd be on my podcast. The guy's busy. He's a celebrity. He's a TV star. No way that guy's going to, you know, make time to be on my podcast. And he did. And that's, you know, and if you have that mindset of not doing it, it this, this doing the, the content creation, starting a podcast, flash briefing, blog, whatever it is, will be as hard as you make it. You're not going to be perfect right out the gate. Every single person will tell you that they sucked right in the beginning because they didn't know what they were doing and they were just trying to find their footing. I'm talking about like, you know, main huge stars. Not, I'm not talking about in our industry. I'm just talking about like the, the Joe Rogans and everyone that started with their podcasts and YouTube shows and, and TV shows, interviews, whatever is that every, they'll tell you like in the beginning, it just was terrible but they got better over time. So don't, don't psych yourself out on it. Take the chance, ask the questions. Uh, and again, it will be as, as hard as you make it. Um, so, so Phil, uh, you know, mentioned Ryan Serhant and, uh, that was actually at, and this is a segue into what I want to talk about next, but that was a, uh, um, that was at engage marketing housing wires, uh, first conference last year, their, their very first one, uh, which, uh, I spoke at and, and, and Phil, was. Uh, uh, Phil was doing his podcast there and, and interviewing a lot of the people. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, uh, this year, um, we are both on the uh, content advisory board for this year's engage marketing. And, uh, you know, it's, what's cool about that is, is one, it's just like I said, I, you know, I've been, been, you know, coming to know Phil over this last year. And I originally met Phil at the uh, create wow conference for social survey, uh, last, uh, last year. And, um, so it's cool that this year, um, we get to do this thing together and be on the content advisory board. But, um, but Phil, tell, tell me why, tell me a little bit about what you're excited about with this year's engage marketing conference. I appreciate that. You know, um, last year was a ton of fun. The way that I got involved with that, I, I've, first of all, I've always been a huge fan of housing wire. I think they put out great content, um, as I was helping my team and even myself curate good content. Cause you know, uh, kind of a side note on that. Sometimes we get, uh, you know, caught up in trying to create content where we either have a mental block or we have time restrictions or whatever. And we forget that it's okay to take other people's content, other businesses content and share it, you know, add some opinions, uh, you know, a few lines with it or whatever. Um, I've heard, you know, Jason, I've heard you say that many times on your podcast and flash briefings is the best way to get started is just share someone else's content and add a couple of, you know, thoughts or, or opinions mm-hmm. next to it. But you were, you were talking about being busy and housing wire is a great resource that I've used a lot to come up with ideas Absolutely. and to share good content. But I'd always been a fan. And last year, the CEO of housing wire, Clayton Collins reached out and said, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm a big fan. What was curious, we're, we're going to be doing a podcasting booth and wanted to see if you would bring your podcast and, and do some live recordings there. And I said, man, I'd love to. I think it'd be you know, great to participate. And so um, I decided to have Clayton on the podcast, not only to just hear more about the event and to help you know, promote it, but just to get, him, get to know him better. And on that actual podcast, he said, so our, our keynote is going to be Ryan Serhant from Million Dollar Listing. Um, you're going to have him on your podcast, aren't you, Phil? Ha ha. And I said, yes, Absolutely. Again, had no idea, hadn't even reached out, wasn't even sure how to reach out. Um, But we ended up making that happen. And so uh, as we went to the event, knew that we were going to, you know, be able to have um, really five, maybe 10 minutes uh, from the time he got off stage when his ride was picking him up 
was only going to be about 10 minutes. So they said, you probably are going to have like five. So we knew going in, it was going to be a, a tight squeeze. But um, when I got there, they said, hey, because of some of the weather that's gone on in North Carolina, and I can't remember if it was, a, I think it seems like it was a hurricane. Um, yeah, it was a big one. Yeah, I think it was, I can't, if it was, it was, it wasn't for sure a hurricane. Yeah, I want to say I'm pretty sure it was a hurricane. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, a couple of the panelists weren't able to make it and they said, we've got a spot that we need filled and it's on uh, creating an engaging consumer experience and being that that's your background, would you be interested in filling in on a panel? These people have been talking for, you know, two or three months, but Hey, you've got a couple hours tonight to, to cram. Are you interested? And so I said, <laughs> absolutely. And so the, the uh, you know, long story short, the event went off without a hitch. We ended up getting some, some great content from Ryan Serhant, ended up getting him to stick around a little longer so that people could take pictures and ask some questions and get him to sign a few books. Um, it, it created a great relationship with housing wire. And again, through that, so that was, you know, a couple of weeks after you and I met and I was able to meet, you know, Dustin Brome for the first time of, of the massive agent podcast and Nate Schmoyer. And it, it was a great Genesis for, for so many, uh, for so many things. And so this year when they reached out and asked to be on the content advisory board and, you know, help plan the event and do some speaking, I obviously jumped at the opportunity. And I, and I think the reason I'm so excited about this event and, and housing wire in general in the context of, the Engage Marketing Summit and, and the Content Advisory Board is that they really want, I think their motto is moving markets forward. They really are forward thinking. You know, you and I have become friends and, and really like to collaborate and, and really the whole theme of the syndicate and, and the group of, of podcasts and, and, you know, social media shows that we've put together is about people that aren't romantic necessarily about where the industry has been and really want to be content creators and, and, and branders and really build their businesses and move them forward and be forward thinking and, and take those longstanding success principles and, and apply them in a millennial world, if you will. And so that's what I'm most excited about is it's going to be fresh content by people that are actually, you know, doing what they talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the canned speeches that, you know, some of these really high profile, you know, public speakers, if you will, or conference speakers, you know, some of them can get up there and just be really dry and, and, and talk about theory where I really feel like, you know, this event's going to be one where there's, there's going to be a lot of practitioners who, who not only have good theory, but can apply it and, and, and show how people can get results. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's the key right there. As you said, the magic word, and that's practitioners. And, and one thing, so I've, you know, I've been in, you know, for those who've been listening to me, or if this is your first time listening to, uh, to the podcast, <clears throat> you know, I've been in the industry for 10 years, but I, you know, I grew up in this industry, was born into it. And, you know, one thing that I get sometimes is some Facebook groups are like, Oh, well, you've never, you know, you never produced a loan. And I said, absolutely. And like, and if I ever, ever tell a loan officer or advise a loan officer on how they should structure a loan or how they should price or something like that, then feel free to like bash me, slap me, kick me out of the group or whatever. But I'm not talking about that. What you want me for is to, is to talk about cons consumer experience, which I know a ton about marketing, which I know a ton about and technology, which I know a ton about. And not only just cause I know, cause I've done it, but it's, 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 I'm a practitioner and Phil's a practitioner. And so if someone asks me like mortgage questions, I'll, I'll refer them to Phil cause Phil's, you know, wore the shoes and done and done the work. I have not. Um, 
But when it comes down to what you're going to learn here is you're going to, you're going to learn it from practitioners, people like me, people like Phil, but you also, you know, learn from, you know, one thing that housing wire really wants to do with this, this conference is people that, you know, cause what I found is that when loan officers see and even agents see their own doing these things, then it hits home more than someone like me who isn't a loan officer or an agent, um, you know, doing it, you know, it might resonate more. Whereas me is like, I haven't done that before, but you don't want me. You're not, you're not talking about doing deals. You're talking about attracting customers and how to talk to them and what to say to them to get their attention. That's all I do. And so, um, that's what I love about, you know, the the other people that they, they brought onto the panel. Um, I I was going to, you know, I like Jake, Jake failing, who's also part of the industry syndicate. That's awesome. Um, uh, 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 Patricia Korth McDonald of, of Better Mortgage. Um, we got Tim Wagner of Supreme Lending and some other people as well. I don't want, I don't want to say their names because Phil knows me enough by now that I'm just a name destroyer. And so I'm <laughs> going to kill every one of these names. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try to pronounce them. Uh, Jim Anderson's easy enough. Like that's a, a, that's and Keisha Burns. That's, that's, that's enough. But um, <laughs> some of them, I it just, I'll kill it. So uh, check out housingwire.com and you can see the list of other people that are that on their content advisory board, very humbling and honored to be amongst these people, but that's who they're bringing together to make sure that we get the right people at this conference because, um, you know, not speaking for Phil, but I really think that housing wire, um, just, you know, and I agree a hundred percent with everything Phil said is that, you know, to me, housing wire is the premier media publication, you know, for our industry. And they're going to continue to grow and do that because they do it the right way. In my opinion, um, they don't, they don't, uh, you know, they don't focus on the headlines and tricking people and stuff. And they actually have substance in what they're, they're doing. And again, like Phil said, moving markets forward, moving everything going forward. Their, their theme for the conference is about playing to win and they really want people to come to this conference to help them crush it. So I'm excited like Phil to be a part of it. And, you know, just like with everything Phil said, that's why I'm excited for what's going to come up here in June 13th and, and 14th with, with getting this stuff um, together. So uh, the last thing I want to talk to Phil about is that, uh, you know, I I had posted something on Facebook today um, about about, uh, where loan officers are, where where I'm seeing the most complaints about loan officers from real estate agents and and Facebook groups. And and so we could cover some of those. But but what I want to know from you, Phil, is, you know, because, you know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, 2019 being the start of a 36-month, you know, uh, I don't know what you'd call it cycle, if you will, of where things are going to change drastically in our industry and, and loan officers cannot play the status quo business as usual game. Um, and I know you're a big believer that in that as well, but in 2019, where do you think loan officers, what, are, what, what should they be focused on? That's a, that's a phenomenal question. <clears throat> I think from my opinion and, and from, from my outlook right now is the most important time to be focusing on building your personal brand. And I'll I'll give you my reasons why. The first one is that as we go into 2019 and 2020, uh, or sorry, 2020, the markets are contracting. There's going to be less business done in 2019 overall. Um, I, I saw a recent statistic of uh, the amount of loan officers that exited the business and in the last quarter of 2018. And I, I want to say it was like 40 or 50,000. I may be misquoting, but it was, it was a very large number. So right now, as you go into to markets like these, 
it's not just about building your personal brand um, for building your personal brand's sake. It's about positioning yourself uh, to the market and to the audience that you're going after. It's about branding yourself as an expert, branding yourself as a customer service, you know, person, but it's also, it's the, the a personal brand is just that it's, it's a person. And, you know, our, our good friend, Chelsea Pites, the voice of social sales says it extremely eloquently, you know, your personal brand is I do what for whom that results in. And I love that formula because it really gives a face to the value that you're trying to bring your audience. There's going to be a ton of companies out there in 2019 and 2000 or in 2020 that are trying to buy the market with rate or with fees, or they're going to be doing a ton of advertising, but none of that, none of that marketing on a, on a high level uh, on, on, on these corporations are going to be able to take the place of you as an individual, as a person adding value to a referral partner or a client. The other thing that it does is, is you create your personal brand in, in your, your gaining business and, and your, your building it overall, no matter what happens in the industry with companies. I mean, mergers happen all the time. Companies go out of business all the time and I'm not, you know, Nostradamus, I'm not trying to predict doom and gloom or anything like that. But if you wrap all of your marketing up in just positioning yourself with one company, um, you know, and, and someone falls victim to the market, then you have to kind of backtrack on that. So, you know, you do want to brand your company as well, because that's part of your value proposition in a lot of cases. But the, the thing to, to, at the end of the day is, as I'm trying to, to, to pin this all together, is building your personal brand is about adding that value proposition, about understanding it without a lot of industry jargon. And it's about putting out content, Right now, Facebook, Instagram, Jason talks about it all the time, you know, on his podcast and flash briefings, it's underpriced attention. You know, Alexa flash briefings is a huge opportunity right now because there's, it's kind of the wild west. It's, it's the land grab. You know, if we could go back to the you know 1800s and, and just stake our claim in a piece of land, that's what's happening in some of these platforms right now. And so, you know, I, I won't ramble on too much, but I really think that right now is the most important time to be positioning yourself with your brand, putting out good content, finding ways to reinvent yourself and, and going where people aren't doing things that other people aren't doing to set yourself apart and then doubling down on the things that are really working. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is that when I talk to a lot of loan officers and I'm sure this isn't going to be a shock to you, Phil, but you know, a lot of them's like, well, I'm a loan officer. I don't do that stuff. And it's like, look, if you want business now and going forward, you're going to have to do these things. Like Phil mentioned, you know, rate selling and stuff. And that's great. Like those are great tools to have. Those are some great like magnets to get people to pay attention a little bit, but there's got to be something else. If all you sell on is rate and that rate goes a little higher then you have nothing to keep that client. Like, you know, I, I see people that do business and their rates aren't the best. In fact, sometimes they're bad but they get business because there's relationships there, right? There's attraction there. There's attraction marketing. There's, I like that person. So I'm willing and I know this is going to go right. And this is the biggest financial investment I'm going to make in my, uh, in my life. And so I trust this person to take me on this journey from, you know, from beginning to end. And that makes a difference. One thing that I'm big on right now is when it comes to, you know, cause I look at, I look at philosophy of marketing. I look at strategies. I look at psychologies of, cons of consumerism. 
I look at all these things because I want to, I want to know everything about what people care about and how they, how they react. And I'll tell you one thing right now is that the most human company is going to win. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing these, you know, these companies, these mom and pop, you know, farmer marketplaces pop up because there's a relationship with the community. And so all the things that loan officers tell me for the most part is that, you know, I am a face to face, belly to belly. That's fine. Continue to do that. But you got to expand that so you could hit a wide range of audiences because some people aren't going to be in that belly to belly face to face situation. You have to be on these different channels doing this stuff, putting out content. And I know, you know, you know, as soon as Phil said personal brand, I already heard some people in my head who were like, oh, well, I always, I always hear that. I always hear it put out content, personal brand. And something that we both learned at Agent 2021, it, the reason you hear that so much is because that's the damn answer. Right? That's the answer. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and something I, I want to make sure people hear as well, because I, I get that a lot too. Okay. Well, you're talking about personal brand and putting out content, you know, what's the how and how do I have time and, and all those things we talked about at the end of the day, the, the, uh, the other overwhelming reason to be focusing on those things is to create engagement. Whether you're on the real estate side or the mortgage side, you're, you're in lead generation right? You're, you're trying to create business. You're trying to generate leads. You're trying to garner attention. This is the best time in sales history yep. to be in these types of businesses yep. because it's so easy to write an article, to put out a video, to share someone else's video. There is infinite numbers of ways to go out and start creating attention. All that attention does is open up the door to engage with referral partners, to engage with your clients, and, and develop the relationships. Just like Jason said, relationships are key. People do business with people they like. Social media is the perfect opportunity to not only show them your value proposition in business, but also show them who you are as a person. Show them what you're about. Um, it's an, a way to show them your personal life without being intrusive or, or to see more about their personal life without having to ask some of those questions. If there's never been a time like this right now to be in any type of sales and, and, and marketing uh, industries where you can go out and create attention and, uh, and, and develop those relationships. And it's, it's just an exciting time. But yes, that's what people need to be focusing on is that brand and content. And I know that it gets lost in translation at times, but really all that means is go out and be social, go out and engage with people and get attention. And, and the last thing I'll say is, is something I say on my podcast on almost every episode because it's so important is that effective marketing is the balance of trust and attention. You can do all kinds of outrageous things, put it on social media and put it out there and get attention, but that doesn't mean people will do business with you. At the same time, you can be the most trusted mortgage professional or real estate professional out there, but if you're not doing anything to create attention, you're still capped on the amount of business that you can do. You have to do both and, and putting out content, building your personal brand, leveraging these platforms the way, the way Jason you know, teaches everybody in his content. That's, that's the way to do it. And, and, and that's how you're really going to get ahead and have a lot of success. Yeah. A hundred percent on that. Because when it comes down to it, like, and what I hear all the time, and I know Phil's heard us as well. I hear from agents and loan officers that this is a relationship business. And usually I'm hearing that in an argument against being on Facebook or Instagram or using social media. What, what people don't understand is that social media is the best marketing tool to ever be invented for our industry. 
because it, it allows you at scale to put your face, your voice and brand in front of a ton of different people and to create relationships. Social media creates relationships. I'm proof of that with a ton of people. Chelsea, who, uh, who Phil uh, mentioned earlier, like she's one of my, you know, my dearest friends in the world. And we met on Snapchat. Like that's, that's same with Dustin, right? Like that's how these things start and that's how people get known. And it's, it's real. And, and so if you don't think that's important, then why do you have your picture on your business cards or on flyers or for agents having them on their signs, right? Like there's a reason you're doing that. Social media is just an extension of that. And the sooner you realize that the better off uh, that you will be. Um, Phil, you've uh, been an awesome guest. Uh, you've, you've given a lot of great content and uh, a lot of great context for what you're doing. Um, and, 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 uh, you know, with your podcast and everything else. So what I, what I want to end this podcast with though, Phil, and put you on the spot a little bit is, um, is, is who do you like better me or Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We I, I knew there was going to be a question here at the end. Uh, I <laughs> no, but, but seriously. Put, put, putting you on the spot, it, it, you know, if you could give one piece of advice to loan officers and agents of one thing to focus on, one channel, one thing that you think will put them above the rest of the competition that won't do it, what would that be? What, what, what should they start? What should they focus on? Other than, I know branding and stuff, but like, let's, get, let's get a specific tactic from you on what you, if it, you were a loan officer and you were listening to this podcast and you're like, look, I, I want something specific. What could I do this year to set myself apart? What would that be? Alexa flash briefings, hands, hands down. Um, Alexa is going to be in a huge platform. Um, it is catching fire. It's changing the way that people are living their lives. Amazon is one of the most powerful corporations on the planet is, and is, is putting a lot of, of money, resources, brain power behind it. But I think from the context of everything we've talked about, I think a loan officer, a real estate professional can create a flash briefing and talk about their community, talk about sports, talk about, you know, cool places to have a glass of wine. There's infinite amount of things that you can do. And I actually contemplated this question that you asked me. I actually contemplated the other day. If I were going back to originating, what's one of the first things I would do? And I would brand myself as a local expert and talk about, uh, you know, in a minute or two, three at a time and in short clips, what are cool places to go eat, cool festivals that are coming, stuff that people care about on a day-to-day -day basis from all walks of life and really add value and be a great resource for you know, food, travel, um, you know, entertainment, things like that. Cause those are things that, that my wife and I are very interested in and, uh, create a flash briefing and just put it out there to create exposure and, and build, you know, that brand and let people know that, Hey, I'm also, you know, a mortgage professional or, or substitute real estate professional if it's realtors. And I think something like that is probably one of the most powerful tactics, um, that's out there right now. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be that exact situation. I was just trying to get as, as specific of an example as I could. But if people will understand the power of what's going to happen with voice technology and what's going to happen with, with Amazon flash briefings, Alexa flash briefings, um, they're, they, they would jump on it immediately. 
That's awesome. And the, even the best part about that, other than that being 100% correct and definitely a mic drop moment for a tactic to use, and I couldn't agree with it more, it gives me a chance to, to segue into the one of the sponsors of my podcast, and that is SoundUp Now. They are the premier flash briefing company. And because they are a friend of the industry syndicate, they do a special deal for us, so which we then pass on to you. So you get to use their flash briefing service for the cheapest price, more than any other discount, any other coupon. We have an exclusive deal with them. So they give our listeners, um, all of our listeners, not just mine, um, the best deal possible. So if you go to industrysyndicate.com forward slash sound up, you will also get um, that deal. And so you will uh, be taken to um, a, uh, a page that has a login. And we did this because we wanted to make sure that um, wanted to make sure that they're able to track it so um, that it was just exclusive to our, our people. So if you go to industrysyndicate.com forward slash sound up, you'll have a password protected site. You put in the password industry 19, one word, that's industry 19, and you'll get, you'll get taken to a special dashboard to sign up for a very, very cheap price. If you want to get in the flash briefings, which I highly recommend you do because everything that Phil said is absolutely correct. And the more that big media starts using flash briefings, the more users, uh, consumers will start to look for them. And they're, and, uh, you know, the sky's the limit from there. There's a chance for you to be a first mover in something that's definitely going to be, that's popular now. It's definitely going to be, uh, popular in the future. Phil, my man, thank you so much. The Mr. Mark, uh, mortgage marketing expert himself and founding member with me in the industry syndicate. Phil, thank you very much for being on this episode 30 of the Agent Marketer Podcast. Man, thank you so much for having me. Thanks, brother.